Yo, welcome to the Table Talk Podcast, where we sit down, pull up a chair, and we get started. This podcast is designed to provide you packed full of information to help you with your training, nutrition, lifestyle, and well-being, where we interview myself through case studies to give you lifetime experience. And then we also interview high-performing individuals or other career-focused people who are looking to make changes in their lifestyle, training, nutrition, and well-being. So let's pull up that chair and let's go. So yo, yo, welcome to Table Talk. So today we're here to talk to you a little bit of a recap with goals, focuses, and maybe your ambitions and what you set yourself. So hands up here who set goals. Most of us are going to put our hands up and then keep your hand up if you believe you're on the exact path of what you set your intention to. So if you're like, I need to be this person, so I need to be stronger, I need to be better, I need to be leaner, I need to be doing all this work, I need to be reading one hour a day, every single day, so I will have read 100 books by the end of the year and my knowledge and my growth will be through the roof and you're like, I am on track. Hands up if that's you, you're still on track. Uh, Chris, uh, maybe. If you're probably that person, then guess what? Your goals suck. There, I said it, your goals suck, your ambition, your drive, it sucks. What? That's not reasonable. Scratch your head. That's a really mean statement to make. Well, it's probably what's going to happen um, when we are talking to ourselves. We're going to tell ourselves, oh, my God, I failed. Like, like for myself, it's like I need to talk to 20 people a day. Oh, man, I only talked to 10. And then, like, it, with day 14, oh, my God, that's 140 people I need to talk to more. And you start to create this overwhelm and they're like, oh, man. I just failed or it's not good enough or and so this is really a way we're going to flip that we're going to flip the story and we're really just going to break it down into what's known as the five non-negotiables so this is talked to me by dylan fowler um recently and it's really just a way to go did i do it yes or no if i didn't that's okay if there's 365 days in a year and you don't do one great you're 364 but we're going to compound this with the 666 method, which is what I got from Ed Milet. And you guys can do it too. With the 666, think of the construct of time. How many hours are in a day? Most of you would say 24. I would challenge you to say it is, there are four lots of six. So standard day should be six hours. So we can break it down into alarms and we can actually set reminders for ourselves. Because who here looks at their goals every single day for 30 minutes chanting incantations of who they need to be what they need to be doing and what they're going to have and what it's going to taste like feel like sound like how many people well if anyone hasn't talked to grant or circa aka happy well the guy literally does that type of stuff in the sense of he will walk to the beach takes a photo like that's the that's that's what he wants and i, I will admit i actually do screenshot and i actually sometimes look at the photo i'm like yeah like i don't have it i could but i don't no offense to Jordan and Grant, but I don't want to live in Sunland. Like I want to live near the beach. And I'm like, that's the vision that I want. So I can live vicariously through him right now, which is awesome. And I can use that image. Because to get to the beach is going to take me like two hours if I walk. Now that's four hours a day. I don't have four hours a day. So let's get back on track. Non-negotiables, 666. So the 666 looks at the standard day is 24 hours. And if we're looking at training, nutrition, lifestyle, anything. Most people look at it 24 hours. But if we break it down to six-hour chunks, so 6 a.m. till 12, or it could be 4 till 10, you can mix this as you like, 6 till 12, you could be like, it's go time. It's time to get shit done. And that includes me training, 
and eating two meals. So I'm ahead. Time to get shit done, train, train people, go hard, go hard at it, eat the exact same two meals every single day. This chunk of time is not disrupted. I don't look at my emails. I just get stuff done. It's like someone's like, can you do it? Let's get shit done time. But at 12 o'clock till 6, that's proactive time. So if someone had questions, you had a client, like we've got clients or people messaging us or emailing us, that's when you look at your phone. That's when you respond. Now, everyone can adjust this as they like. But you go like, it's go time. It's time to move myself forward into the future and doing the stuff I need to be doing. And that's training regularly one hour every day, 30, 60 minutes. Like for me, it's 90 minutes. It's eating protein-rich meal. It's getting my greens in, vegetables, making sure I do that at least two meals a day. So if anything messes up in the next 12 hours, so 12 till 6 and 6 till 12 the next, I've already dominated the first six hours, right? Now, what happens if that all goes tits up? What do most people do? If your day is ruined, you go, the day, the whole day is gone. How many people have had a day where they've gone like this? Done? I just want to go back into bed. How many people have done this or had a day like that? Probably all have one of those days. I'm tired. I feel unwell. Oh, but I got to work. Sometimes you just have to give yourself that permission. 24 hours is a lot of time. But if you give yourself six hours and I'm going to, can Eddie, can I tell a story about you? So with Eddie, he was like, I'm so tired. Like, I just want to go back to sleep. It's 6 a.m. Oh, I looked at him like, hey, man, why don't you go have a nap? He's like, what? Like, I have a nap. You go in the park. Like, it's 7, 7, 7, 30. The sun would be lightly coming out. With the sun, the skin would be nice. The towel over the eyes. Go have a nap. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, go have a nap. Two-hour break. So he's, let's dominate. Just not feeling it. I want to dominate, but I just can't. Cool. Let's move all the things we need to do to dominate and own the day. Let's move that to the second day, so 12 till 6. He went and had a nap. He came back and goes, I feel great. Great. So instead of starting hard on 6, he's gone, cool, this needs to be a recovery element. This needs to be about me, giving back to me, so then I can be better prepared for the next day. Also, if you have a day where you go, just don't feel it. Sometimes, you know, you guys do hard sprints. You guys work hard. Like you might be running your own business. You might be working long hours and you're just putting in the work for your future self. So in a year, two, three, four, five years time, your future self will be like, that is the best thing I ever did. Like you're further ahead than that you believe. But right now it's just, it feels really hard. It's like you're putting in a lot of time. You're not seeing the return that you want. Sometimes you just hit those days. You just go, I got to give myself that time. You could even, you know, go for a walk, go to your favorite cafe, get your favorite food, but you do it for a six-hour window, not the whole day. So then when it comes to 12 to 6, you're like, right, what is one thing I can do to move forward or two things? Most people do like five things, one or two, keep it simple. And then you go, cool, I do that. Oh, it's 4 o'clock, I still got two hours. You could either do something else or you give yourself permission to slow down and rest. So many people push hard all the time. But when you break it down, you're able to like do sprints, but then you're also able to manage that time more effectively. When it comes to your third element, so from 6 to 12, me, me personally, I'm like OCD with this. I'm like, okay, 6 to 12, it's still go time. 
and then I like I will work till 12 and then I'm like I'm so tired so I for me go hard first six hours I then do more creative administration stuff that needs to be done in the moment and then 6 p.m till 12 it's all about winding down chilling out reading a book right now bring it back my goal was to read 30 minutes a day guess what Carl hasn't done for 30 minutes a day for the last 17 days. Read a book. Mm, yes, read a book. <laughs> Talk to a thousand people. You'd be correct. But yeah, read a book. So at the end of the week or at the end of the day, you go, have I achieved that one thing? No. Okay. Why? I found it really hard. Okay. Instead of just saying it's really hard, what else could I do to fulfill that time? Audible, podcasts, have a conversation with someone who's smarter than me or who specializes in a different topic. Guarantee you all of your friends are better at stuff than you are. You're also better at stuff than they are. So that's why you have a great relationship because if you were exactly the same, most people would hate themselves. If anyone's like, I love myself, yeah, I understand that. But imagine like there was five of you, you'd be like, I'm pretty bored of the same conversation. Right, and if you don't know, talk to anyone in Petruvian Health. There's a whole group, great group of people there. Next, let's bring it back to the non-negotiables. So this is something that you really have, like you have to be ready. Like if you want to be the best, if you want to be the best in Australia or in your own team, you have to have some non-negotiables. What are the daily non-negotiables? Fun fact: that's Dylan Fowler right there. Selfish plug. Um, he's my new mentor, which I'm really excited about, and so. Most people would say my daily non-negotiables are I wake up at six, I train, I eat, I then drink my water. No, it's not those non-negotiables. It's something that you, you know, I can almost guarantee that all your dreams and goals will come true if you follow these five daily non-negotiables for one whole year. And really what happens for a lot of people is why don't they achieve their goals is because they don't clearly define it, they don't keep checking in and they don't keep um, assessing and evaluating. So here are the five non-negotiables and how to break down. Number one, review your goal every single day. That's your first non-negotiable. Start to talk to your future self and anyone just follow happy on Instagram, like the guy posts beautiful photos. If you're like, I want to live on the beach, boom, take a screenshot of his stuff. Like you're done. What, look at that every day, make it your desktop. For me, I have it as a screensaver. Mine's to be even more outstanding that ignites passion and provides a greater experience for myself and everyone right now. Now, some of us would say, well, what's the financial goal in home? I do have a vision board that has all that, and I see that every morning and every night. So review it. Second, what are you going to learn? What is something that you're going to commit to? It's a 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and how can you learn for it? I'm going to learn... Now, I want to be the best personal trainer. I want to be the best nutritionist. I want to be the best on my coach. I want to be the best lawyer. I want to be the best accountant, doctor, any profession. What are you going to learn to help you sharpen your skills and tools to move forward in your industry? Most people, for example, if I said I wanted to be the best chiropractor and I'm studying nutrition books, am I completely dialed in on learning towards the profession I want to be better at? Yes or no? Anyone want to jump on? It'd be no, because I'm not studying chiropractics. So 
get really niche or niche on what it is. And a way to think about it is mo most people only need to co commit 20 hours to one thing to become really good at it. The problem is most people don't start. I want to be really good at nutrition. They do an hour and then the next hour is a week or two later. But if you did 20 minutes every single day, it would compound over time. And like one thing is Kate's actually applied this herself personally. And it's, it's really weird. If anyone knows Kate, like she can read a page a minute. Like she's like a ninja when she reads. And like if she read the Harry Potter, like the big fat Harry Potter book, I think the fourth one, like half an hour. I was like, what the hell? I'm still like chapter one. So she's really fast at reading, but she's got this thin book and she's rereading every chapter like five to 10 times. I'm like, why? She's like, I really want to solidify it in my brain. I'm like, cool. So a lot of the time, you know, you might be reading a book and you don't retain the information, read it again. Or do what I do. I pick three or four books and I'll read like chapter one and then I'll be like, okay, I'm bored. And then I read the other chapter and I kind of distinguish between the like three or four. So like I'm doing one on nutrition. Um, one's on nutrition, one's on sales and one's on marketing. And then I got another one on uh, writing copy. All right, and then learning from John. So this is all about marketing because that's my biggest weakness. So that's what I want to strengthen. But 20 hours, right? Now, if I had done it every single day for 17 days, I would already be coming up to my 10 hours. Now, you could do the OCD me and just double down and go, right, well, I'll just do four hours later. You, you could definitely do that. However, life still goes on. So are there, are there other ways? Reading books conversations, podcasts, so on and so on. Then knowledge is actionable power. So what can you do that would benefit and improve your earning potential? So what would you need to be doing every single day to help you move forward? Like make a booking per day. So get real fine that. So for those that are like, Somebody might say, I want to make a bit more money. Cool. Break it down into KPIs and drills so you're guaranteeing it. Now, we might say, hypothetically, I want to make $1,000 a week extra. Okay. doesn't happen like that. However, what are the things that you could be doing to make that? So here's the example. Make one booking a day, so booking one game plan. How do I get that game plan? Having five meaningful conversations because my conversion is 20%. Cool. Then what would I need to do? I need to talk to 20 or 30 people, 40 people, 50 people a day to reach out. Could be messages, could be texts, getting inquires and getting really focused on it. So here he says, priority focus, inquired, engaged, new, follow, fanatical. So be excited about it. For lawyers, it's billables. Dentists, it's patients. Another way is you could put, um, go further on this is, sending um, one or two meaningful messages to other people in your network and connecting with other like-minded people. Thing is, these things aren't guaranteed to work today, but if you compound that every single day in 365 days, how many people do you think you would have connected with or how many like possibilities or opportunities would you have moving forward? 
Hands up if anyone thinks it would still be zero. Probably none, none of us. So even if it took you 365 days, right, that's still more than zero. Because guess what? If you're doing nothing, nothing times nothing, still nothing. So get over the possible finger cross theory and let's think about what is the earning possibility? What are the actionable possibilities that you can do to increase the earning and the values for yourself? Now, this is something that I love because I believe there's two dogmas in life, the dogma of like wealth and dogma of the dogma of knowledge. So if we literally learn something and we say, gimme, 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 we're going to get people to be like, piss off. However, I like to give, share what you're learning, give more, and you'll probably find that over time people want, want to connect more and be like, hey, you put out some really cool stuff. Can I pay you or can I work with you to learn even more? So these two, learn and give, work hand in hand. And lastly, train, practice what you preach. Don't tell me to train four times a week and then train twice a week. You know, how many lawyers are out there? You know, you shouldn't do this to get sued, but you're getting sued for the exact same thing. Don't listen to me. Just do what I, do what I say, not what I do. Instead, be an advocate for what it is you really want to be. So you could start being the person you want to be. And, like, I battled with this personally for a while because my, like, optimal is four times a week. But then really, if, like, like I, want, I, don't, I don't want pipe arms, I'm like, damn it, I need to train five times a week. So if anyone doesn't get that reference, I have a goal, which is to, you know, so when I flex my bicep, like, you'll be like, there's not a huge peak. Now, if I just quickly pin Eddie, because then it'll show Eddie Ramonoskos, so Eddie's just going to flex his bicep to show us an example. Shook a trick. A boom. That's a peak. You can see there's this nice round feature. That is a peak of a bicep, right? I don't have it. He has it. Now, if anyone says, oh, but Carl, you have size 20, 17 inch arms, and when you flex, they're 18 inch, and Eddie's a 15. Thank you so much for that observation. It does not matter because it's my goals and it is my non negotiables. So get your own, right? So just understand. And he smiles because Eddie is a super lovely and humble person. So he's never like, Oh, hey, Carl, just uh, letting you know you haven't trained your own set. doesn't do that. It's just a little thing that I personally, and it's, this is what it is, and this is what goals are. They're personal to you, right? And if you're offended by someone picking on your goals, well, sorry, but stop being made of glass. Like, they're just words. But really, if you are offended by someone challenging your goals, you might have to ask yourself, is my goal clear enough for me? And am I communicating it right enough for others? I'll give you an example. So if you're someone who wants to create action and change, do you need, can you just make change happen or do you need to feel a little bit uncomfortable to make change happen? Probably the latter. Probably going to say, you know, if you're comfortable, you don't feel like you need to make changes. But when you're uncomfortable, that's when you make change, right? And you could say, I want to take massive action. The best thing is you can take action whenever you want. So if I said lift your right arm up and no one lifts their right arm up, everyone makes a choice not to listen. But if everyone listens and doesn't, everyone makes a choice. And in that moment, we could all make that decision and we could all make that choice. All right? So you all have a choice. Now, if you say, 
I want like to make uncomfortable action. And the question that says, oh, so do you need to be in pain to make uncomfortable action? And you go, well, no, 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 that, that, that's not what I mean. So you start to break it down. And you might say, well, I just mean when I get uncomfortable, that's usually when I, when, when I take action. However, I don't like being uncomfortable. I just want to start taking action now, right? So when an idea happens, I want to take action right now. So the theme or the phrase that you would say, is it uncomfortable action or you just want to be taking action now? And you flesh it out a little bit. So if someone's challenging your goal, take as an opportunity to help you refine the goal. It's like, oh, well, actually, no, I just, I want to take action. And you flesh it out a little bit more. And it's like, well, why do you want to take action? Well, I want to take action so I can move myself forward or so I can be healthier. What's healthier? Or I'm currently, I, I, I currently am sick a lot. I notice I, I had like a cold every month. I just don't want to go through that again. Okay. So we want to take action towards living a healthier life. What would a healthier life look like? Would you be sad? Well, I'd be happier. Okay. Well, would that be, well, actually, yeah, I want to take action so I can live a happy, healthy life so I'm not sick and I feel great. Awesome. And so from uncomfortable, so do you need to take uncomfortable action? No, I just need to start taking action towards my health and well-being. Great. And if someone challenges you, it's like, oh, that's a crappy goal like or ambition that you want to be healthier, you, you would brush it off. Like if you're, if you're really confident with what your non-negotiables are and what you have, you'd be like, Okay. Goodbye. So let's make some unshakable non-negotiables that really do propel us to move forward. Understand that when it comes to your non-negotiables, or sorry, let's recap all of that. So number one, what are your five non-negotiables? So what are your five non-negotiables when it comes to what you want to, like what you really want your goals to be, be exuberant as you like, then distill it into a phrase. Short and simple. What do you want to be learning about? Probably related to your profession that we're going to grow with and your goals. What do you want to be earning? And what are the actions you need to be taking to make that earning a possibility? What are you going to give back? Typically, it's really easy. Whatever you learn, do it on that. And then train. Be consistent. Continue to work on your health and well-being. Be a product. Push your results. Optimize your physiology. Because it's easy to change our physical state. Sometimes it's hard to change the mental state. However, when you feel really good, this tends to be sorted and really good. Right? And then for time management, for those that find it really hard, you can break it down. And look, I'm not the brightest guy, but set an alarm that tells you what to do. Ah, it's 12 o'clock. Cool. Well, sorry, six o'clock. Be a savage, delegate, dominate sales and marketing and reach out to 20 people every day. Cool, 12 o'clock. Um, Friday, at the end of the week, I go, what's gone well, what didn't go well, and what can you improve? 30 minutes, get it done. Like, write it up. And then at nighttime, what's one thing for tomorrow to grow faster now? And then it's another one at the same time. Is like, how are you tracking towards changing 1,000 people's lives and building an elite team of 20 people? So having those little alarms set in place at the 6, the 12, and the 6, 
are really helpful because then you don't have to bring a book with you because who here who here brings a journal with them everywhere there's many people who here brings their phone with them everywhere all of us so put in your phone as an alarm like if you and you know um james clear comic habits like habit stacking if you use an alarm to wake up rather than it being like alarm change the alarm to what you really want to be achieving to remind yourself of your goal every day make it your desktop and i'll share my screen right now and for those to see my screen when i work reminds me stay on one thing focus on one thing like literally it's the same thing clearly define the expectations and hold them stay clear on what you do stop deferring and work on the same vision and mission it's like stop getting distracted so like maximize your space to remind you like where i work i actually um and i haven't told anyone this but one thing i do is i actually um i have a business card of jordan grant julia and eddie it's the people that i work with and i literally just it's um God, with tears, don't tear. Um, it's literally on my desk, and it's to remind me, like the people that I work with, and, like just to remind me, like I need to do what I need to do, so I can also help them achieve their goals. So, like little reminders, I can show heaps. Like a big, like reminder, clearly defined, make make a goals. So it's like change it, take most of action. But it's literally define it, want it, believe it, write it down, split it up, review it, schedule it, and make it happen. So you've got to see it every day. You're not going to see it. It's not going to become a new habit. And it's not going to become part of that new life that you want. All right. So go crush it and enjoy. Hey, thanks so much for joining the episode of Table Talk today. We hope you found some helpful tips and inspiration in staying healthy and fit, even with a busy schedule. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Stay tuned for our next conversation. Until then, keep prioritizing yourself, your health, your fitness. And we'll see you on the next tabletop.